0: welcome to the Plugin podcast episode number seven this is the show where we go over vsts instruments effects all that cool stuff to uh, help you guys make better music out there and uh i'm steve cherubino from dolljunkie.com and just I'm, one of your hosts and joining us is i am marty lazar from
1: studiosherkin.com What is it? Studio shrinkage. Studio shrinkage. Studio shrinkage. And shrinkage. And I have actually been working on that. So pretty soon I'll let you
0: know. I'll let you know when that all happens. When the launch date is? Yes. Yes. Cool, man. Sounds nice. Can't wait. And, uh, you know, what we do in the show is we, uh, we pick a couple plugins. We go over them and let you guys listen to them. And they might be something you guys haven't heard of Mm. before and might want to use in some of your own productions. And, uh. You know, It's what keeps me and Marty busy a lot of times is playing with the stuff, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, too busy, <laughs>
0: exactly. Anyway, uh, I'll let Marty go first. This
1: show, uh, what do you got for us, Marty? Okay, I this is a synth from a company I really, really admire, U H E. They do fabulous stuff. He, he, I'm not sure what the pronunciation of that is. is it. you, he, I think it's you, he, it really is literally you, it's a word because it's you dash, he.
0: Yeah, I think it's his name. Isn't it Urs Heckendorn or something? Yeah,
1: Heckendorn. I like the name. Anyway, this is Diva, and Diva is really Ooh. cool. Uh-oh. Did I see the one from you? You don't have it, do you? <laughs> I don't have It's It's been on my list for a while. Yeah, it's...
0: Because everybody talks about it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know why? It's it's very analog, and it and it reminds... The reason it's cool, I think, is because it reminds me of Minimoog, but it's not... It's not. It's not a duplicate of Minimoogs, or for that matter, any real hardware synth, but it has... It has these sonic similarities between old analog synths, um, Junos, Jupiters, um, MS20, Korg, and it really sounds a lot like an analog synth. So that's what I—that's one of the reasons I like it. I'm going to play just a little bit of it with my fabulous, fabulous keyboard skills.
0: pretty cool (laughs) they were they were good keyword skills i'm not gonna lie yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty neat stuff
0: it does sound analogy it's very analogy yeah and that's that's where i've seen it i've and all like the shootouts of what's the best virtual analog, this, you know, Diva's always yeah. mentioned. It, it is great. No question about can it. We, can we hear
1: a couple more pieces? Sure. Sets? Let me see if I can uh, find some stuff
0: today. I like putting Marty on the spot. Yeah. Ooh, so analogy. Yeah, for sure.
1: Can I play chopsticks? No, I can't even do that. <laughs> Can we hear some basses? I always love to hear basses. See if I can find that. Let me go down one octave, too.
0: How about like a plucky bass, like a bass preset? Hmm. Let me see if I can find one.
1: Twiggy, probably isn't it, huh? Okay, the- oh, it doesn't have like categories.
0: It, you know what it has?
1: It does have categories. Let me, let me do this. We could
0: always edit this out. Got it. Probably uh, won't. Oh, there we go. Nice. Nice. I
1: get, yeah. I got more bases. Sweet. Let me go up and active. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm, cool. I'm an edm guy getting into more like yeah house and you hear those bases all the time and they they sound really sweet when they're right in the pocket like that and you've heard you've heard diva uses some of the stuff you you've been listening to no i i haven't really like pinpointed it as they were actually using diva but they're using an analogy bass sound like that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's really
1: a very popular synth there's no question about it i actually bought it as part of Everything. Of course, I bought the entire oh, man. Cause I Because th- I felt, oh, God, everyone. I know this is 170 bucks if you do standalone. Yeah. I don't know what the entire kit was. And I think I got a pretty good deal. As usual, one of your great advice pieces is to keep everything in a group or get upgrades or whatever. And that's how I bought all this stuff. I, I think it's fabulous. I love UHS. I just love it. It's really good stuff. Um, how has, many synths does he have? I know a six, five. Let okay. me. I can tell you what I
0: have. <laughs> I know there's Ace. There's yeah. Diva? Yep. Yep. There's Hive? Yep. Um, so let me see. Uh Zebra?
1: Ace Bazil, Diva, Zebra 2, Zebra Let. Oh, yeah, I have used Zebra Let. Yeah, yeah. And and there, but there's two or three other ones which I apparently don't have loaded in here. Um the, and they I know they just released a new one and I don't exactly know what that's about yet. I think it's a brand new release. And I'm not sure if it's analogy or whatever it is, but they do good work, no question about uh, it. Yeah, so it's always highly praised. Yeah. The the layout is really, really super easy. It's like, you know, you have five buttons on the bottom for patches and scope and trimmers and mods. And they also have one of the great things I really love, it's the scope, actually, because... I, they believe absolutely are convinced that you have to have a scope if you're gonna do a synth. And they always have one built in. Can, and it's beautiful this thing to see because tweaking stuff is really easier if you have a scope. If you're a geek, if you're like into really yeah, yeah, modding sense. Right. You know. The kind of it kinda looks to me a lot like a mini Moog. to be honest with you, the, the layout. Um right. there's depending on the synth you pick or the synth, you can you can have multiple VCOs depending on how many you want. I think there's like three possible. Okay. So, um, and some of them are really uh, moog sounding. Some of them are, um, you know, waveform based stuff and very unmogey like. It's really, it's really interesting because they have some. There's a lot of flexibility. You can have three VCOs running at once, and it's really an amazing. Synth. Also, there's a mixer. You can play with the mixing. You can have one thing coming into another thing, and there's alphas and all sorts of crazy things. So it's a pretty, pretty cool thing. Uh, filtering uh let me see i have some notes here uh there are two filters to to you have two filters or one if you opted for the triple rec, um vco um and there's a high pass filter like everything that's very ms20 like um so it's it, there's a cascade filter there what what i think is missing from this is there's no arpeggiator which i find a little weird actually it's it, it, they, they've talked about it. i think they're going to the next version don't be surprised if you see it in there so
0: and you know what when, when something's missing an arpeggiator i almost don't mind because just use your dolls arpeggiator or use a plug-in of course. arpeggiator you of course. don't really yeah. need it yeah for um, sure cluttering up the interface or whatever you know what i mean so yeah. i'm i'm never like heartbroken when a synth does not come with the <laughs> yeah. Ar-
1: arpeggiator yeah for sure let me see if i can get a couple of other
0: sweet nice
1: wait that's arpeggiated yeah except it's not it's just a single somebody programmed so it's it's really it was done and put it in it's a patch there's a bunch of uh, patches in here they're third party and they were programmed outside the box but there's no arpeggiator built physically into okay. diva. it's really interesting because there's a bunch of these kinds of things actually that are in here of that stuff with effects there is an effects engine here for sure um what's this sound like this has got to be another one because pretty cool stuff yeah man um what else to listen to my percussive stuff's kind of bored what about old analog sense sounding
0: it sounds so old school it
1: does man it's really neat great synth no question about it
0: yeah he nailed it very cool you know i was thinking about when you right towards the tail end there we we talked about this a little bit before the show the whole uh behringer video of the, the cork sniffer synth and i just i just saw it the other day and i watched the whole video and i watched the whole back and forth about it what do you think about something like that What's your views on what they did?
1: I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I don't, I don't actually have a, a problem with it. I don't have a problem. I mean, you're talking about the whole commercial thing that really the people got pissed because the- uh, Yeah,
0: because they were based, they called the synth like the Kern and apparently what Peter Kern has said, is a, a journalist who has said some nasty things about Barron's yeah. in the past or something like that. A long time ago, I stopped listening to
1: reviewers in general, but <laughs> about everything. So <laughs> I don't necessarily really agree with, you know, you, you gotta, if you're offended by it, Okay, I'm not, but you know, I, I think it, it's um, very much an individual thing. Um, were you bothered
0: by this? I loved it. You know, I, I love it in these <laughs> okay. times. You know, I, yeah. the, the, these quote sensitive times. Mm-hmm. Sensitivity bothers me about these times. I mean, pe- this is a tough world, man. You got to yeah, toughen up. It you got to <laughs> toughen up. You know what I mean? So I, I actually loved it, and I don't know the whole history. I mean, maybe maybe it was not deserved by Peter Kern. But whether it was or not, and I don't know anything about them, it was a hilarious video. It's yeah. a hilarious yeah. No, absolutely. synth. Yeah, it is. And I think the fact that they had to apologize for that bothered me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, if it was me, I, don't, I wouldn't apologize. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I thought it was very funny. Everybody in our office probably got a huge laugh out of it. Yeah. My marketing team, I applaud them. We're going to give them a trophy at the next like, <laughs> team, at the next freaking company meeting. This is how I feel, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. might have strong views. But this is, I'm your host. So, I, don't know. I,
1: I, in today, I, 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 I I understand why people are this sensitive today. But I got to tell you, there's also going too far the other way where you're just sensitive to everything. I mean, everything bothers you about everything. Well, that's going to be a tough way to live, right? You're going to spend your life being upset about everything, right? right. That's, that's not a way to do anything either. So, yeah. Good point.
0: I was just curious about that. All right. Um, time for mine. Okay. I got a, uh, I'm just—I have a very stock patch here. Man, I'm gonna have to edit that out because it has the effect on there that I wanted to bring. Very stock patch here. This is just uh, something out of Falcon. It's a uh, Digital Sensations. Um, I'm this isn't the plugin I'm bringing. I just wanted to have like a kind of generic piano-y sound mm-hmm. with no effects built in. And the plugin I'm actually bringing is the effect I'm about to add to this, mm-hmm. which is Valhalla Shimmer. This is an old version. This is the version I got back in 2012. There is an updated version, and I don't know how much better it is, but I I, I didn't have a lot of time before the show to install that and get the code and all that, so I'm just using my old version of 1.02. And Shimmer is this everlasting reverb with just huge tails and modulations built in that just, to me, what it does, which I think is fascinating, is it could make any sound that you have or play a pad if you turn the mix all the way up like you can have anything and you could turn it into a pad and I think that's cool as crap yeah so here's Valhalla Shimmer with like half and half mix so you can still hear the piano but if you turn the mix all the way up now you have that piano is basically a pad nice That's one of the presets. This one's called Concert Hall. Okay. Just from that little cheesy piano sound. Wow. That's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You can turn it really anything is. into a pad.
1: <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that neat?
0: Yeah, it's huge. All right, let me try a couple other presets here. This is Bright Hall. And if you listen to the tail of the reverb, you can actually modulate it like with lo- huge waveforms or tight waveforms and really like dig into this reverb. But I use it to make pads. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That was me hitting. I'm not, my finger has been off that key for about (laughs) 10 seconds right now. Wow, that's pretty cool. And it just goes. But here's one cool thing I like to do, especially in Studio One. I have this as one of the tips in Doll Junkie right now. Let me just record a quick little thing I do with Shimmer, and I'll show you what can be done with it. Okay. All right, so I recorded that in Studio One here. I'm just going to bounce it actually out to a little to a waveform, and I'm going to use something in Studio One called Split to Grid, which will chop it up and basically make it like a sequence. So really, yeah, the waveform is sitting in there. I'm just going to chop the waveform up into sixteenth notes in the grid. I love doing this with pads because you can turn pretty pretty much any pad now into a sequence. So it's pretty much split up in there. You won't be able to hear it till I start tweaking the length of each of the pieces. Okay, so there's all the pieces. Now, I'm going to tweak the length of each of the pieces. Wow.
1: Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable actually. What's what's How much is this plug in?
0: Um, Valhalla Shimmer I got for 50 bucks I, th- I think it's still that price mm-hmm. but chopping it up like that wasn't done with Shimmer it was done in Studio One yeah. but yeah, yeah. it's uh, right. it's only 50 bucks wow yeah and cool. Valhalla makes I just I just love doing it Valhalla makes great other sense. there's Vintage Verb and then there's Room or Vintage no there's Room Reverb and Vintage Verb by Valhalla okay. Okay. and you look at any like um, photos of somebody's studio like a big time mixer yeah you, I always see Valhalla plugins on the screen, like Really? Valhalla reverbs on the screen. They're really, really good. Um, so Valhalla Shimmer for the win here with me on that. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah, Valhalla Shimmer is like the extreme version of the other ones. The other ones okay. are like solid reverbs. Yeah, Shimmer is just like let's see how long we can make these tails. So yeah, hope you uh, hope you guys could find some use for that one. Uh, what else you got, Marty? Well, I have another plugin. It's so odd that you picked that. It's not
1: what I was gonna spend a lot of time on. But it's very simple to get into because you just covered something that I'm talking about. And that is Sound Toys Echo Boy. Have you used Sound Toys No, Echo I have Boy? not used much, any Sound Toys. Sound Toys, I think, I mean, I'm a really a waves guy and I mostly use almost like 80% of my stuff is waves is what I use. Um, and I heard Echo Boy and I said, this is unbelievable. And like what you just said, in the studio, I swear they're everywhere. Echo Boy. everybody uses Sound Toys Echo Boy. I don't know why why. It's just so great. I'm gonna play the same synth. Are the effects off on uh yeah. Diva? They're okay. off on a, on Diva and It's amazing. You nice. can do so many things with it. That's called snapper lead. I don't know if I like that name, but okay anyway, <laughs> let me <laughs> Uh, let's see if so. It, it's it's organized very easily. I mean, it looks like an old school wooden box, actually. Uh, where you know, with uh, knobs and dials, and basically it's really simple. And you you can pick from a menu classics and and vocals, and you know, it's, it's it's split up. The the patches are split up really nicely. Yeah. Here's a just a studio tape. <laughs> See if I can get a nice rhythmic thing. Oops.
0: Sweet. Yeah.
1: So that's like a tap reverb. Yeah. Exactly. Or a tap delay. Yeah. It's a sixteenth note tap. But you can once it's in, you can do anything you want with it. You can split it up. You can. You can do similar things to what you just described in terms of um repeats and how, you know, how to shimmer off and all right. sorts of crazy things. It's a really but I use it, frankly, I hate to say this, but I use it for my main echo, especially particularly on, on voices. It's really good. And I, I I like I said before, I used to use um well, you know, it's I used to use all my always stuff. I mean, that's just what I did. But but the truth of the matter is this thing has replaced it for my basic reverb. Really? Yeah. It really has. It's terrific stuff. It's got, I mean, if you listen to things like I mean basic stuff like You mean delay, not reverb. The delay and reverbs. It has great reverbs. It does? Echo boy? Yeah. I didn't know it had reverbs. Yeah. Look, it's got um classics. Let me no see kidding. if I can find let me see if I can find this. Well, not really. I guess it's a it's a slap back, So Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm talking out of my you know what? I thought I used it for yeah, you're right. It's still a slapback. It's still it's still an echo. It's a delay.
0: It's still a delay. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Vocal. can we hear it with another preset? Like yeah. a, another um D- diva preset? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's cool.
1: I like that sound. Uh, modulation. Sure. Yeah, let's get crazy.
0: Hear that buzz? That's
1: interesting. I don't know if that's a sound. Sem- Let me try to find another.
0: I mean, you can't really tell a delay on a long yeah. pad. And that's no effects on Diva. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. They have a bunch of other plugins,
1: but but yeah. this is probably the one I use by far the most. I've heard.
0: Yeah, I've heard so much good stuff about <coughs> Sound Toys and especially Echo Boy. It's probably the one I hear the most about. Mm-hmm. Uh, never used it though. How much are they? God, in- uh, that I don't remember. I've had them
1: for a while. Let me let me look at see what I've got for um all of their stuff uh sound toys so this is what i've got i guess so i again i bought everything because there's something wrong with me crystallizer decapitator devil lock devil lock deluxe echo boy echo boy junior effects rack filter freak filter freak 2 little altar boy little micro shift oh little plate little primal tap little radiator micro shift pan man uh, phase there's a phase something called phase mistress which is pretty cool P- primal tap radiator CQ and tremolator you have all them yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can tell you. you don't know how much the bundle was no I don't remember let me see if I can do a quick find out I don't know what they cost now
0: but Marty doesn't remember money is no object oh yeah yeah, yeah that's my big problem yeah <laughs>
1: Okay, so why I'm doing this, tell me
0: about PodFest. PodFest. PodFest happened this uh, past weekend in Orlando, Florida. You can go to podfestexpo.com, I think is the website. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a pretty amazing conference where podcasters congregate, and there's, you know, several tracks of training for three or four straight days of just how to freaking crush at podcasting like all aspects of it how to get guests how to how to start one from scratch how to you know build your audience how to use it for your business how to get good sound like all the vendors are there focus right was there Heil was there wow um tascam i think was there um and then just all different service vendors too to like help you get guests and it's 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 like a Huge conference at, like, I think the biggest hotel in Orlando, the Marriott. Mm-hmm. And um, I met some really cool people. I met Roberto, Bla- met Roberto Blake. We sat down with lunch, and, and um, me, him, and um, a few other guys who are like crazy great Amazon sellers who do Amazon meetups and training. And they really? wanted to learn how to podcast. And just, and this is what I've heard about PodFest through lots of people most of their takeaways, the best things they got from it are the people they just freaking meet in the hall during a lunch break and sit down and have these conversations. Yeah. That's the sign of a good conference. Yeah. It's, it's got that whole flavor and I'm not a huge like networking guy where I'm going to go up and meet people, but it's like, you don't have to be there. You just, if you're walking around and you're there, you will get into one of these conversations, whether you're that type of person or not. I had a great time. Um, That's great. It's, um, Yeah, it's put on by Chris Kremitzos, and uh, he just does a great job with any one of his conferences, and I highly recommend anybody who's interested in podcasting, check it out. Cool. So I've looked up this Sound Toys thing. There's Sound Toys, where it's Sound Toys 5, which is what I
1: have. Um, If you bought just Echo Boy, it was $200. If you bought the bundle that I just told you, it's $500. Okay. So It makes sense. Yeah, that's why I got it that way. But I think I got it on sale. So I, I don't think I paid five hundred dollars for it. I think I paid like three fifty or something. But you know, there you can always look around for deals. I would wait, absolutely wait and look and, and keep your eyes open because you can find deals on all these things. You don't have to spend, you know, list price on anything with f- plugins.
0: Especially with plugins. Yeah, no, plugins. I always wait. And I, I love waiting for the bundles right. and waiting for the for them to go down like half price or something yeah. like that, or hit yeah. an upgrade. And path. they do. They will inevitably yeah.
1: do that. There's just yeah. no question about it.
0: That's why I got vintage vault by UVI. I, right. I I didn't want to drop six hundred bucks, so I waited till the newest one came out, and they did the introduction special one. I'm right. already bought some stuff, and yeah, there's definitely ways. And plus, sites like Plugin Boutique, and um, I don't know some of the other ones, mm-hmm. but I find some amazing deals on Plugin Boutique. Yeah. I've bought a few since, and effects off of them. Yep, cool, brother, nice one. All right, I'm gonna bring Reactor from Native Instruments. Oh, it's such a beast. It is so big. <laughs> it's so big because. You basically build, you could build synths inside of it. Yeah. And there's a huge user community who has done that. So it's like getting tons of instruments in one is how I look at reactor. And if you're a sound designer, you could build stuff from scratch. And now they have reactor blocks, which is almost like putting, building a, um, like a modular yeah. synth. Right. And it looks like one. And I, I don't even know how to build that, but I could even get around <laughs> in it. And it's, they sound great, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is one that's been out forever called Spark. Let me see if I can get some good presets out of this. It's pretty analog-y for a reactor. Yeah. That's the first preset on it called Big Dust. Let's see what else. Brassin. That's just one instrument inside reactor. There's one called Form, which has some really cool stuff uh, going on in it. Let me pull that one up. Four That's me hitting one wow. note in form. Four. <laughs> Isn't that neat? Yeah, it's so huge. Four. <laughs> Four. 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 That's called Let me just open up some of the uh factory plugins here. Here's aggro bass.
1: That's nice. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get out of some bases and just get some other stuff here. Here we some keys. Bizarre. It's ish Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it's a wavetable synth. I mean, you can tell from that first preset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it's a pretty beautiful synth. Yeah, no kidding. And that's another one just inside Reactor. Here's one called Contour, which I think is a Mini Mogey kind of thing. Let's check it out. Oh, no, I don't even know what this is. Um, they all are really crisp, good-sounding synths. And you could tweak them. You could mess around with them. You could look at the how they're built. You could change it, make your own. There's one. I don't know where it is. Uh, it's called steam pipe it's one of my favorite reactor instruments because it's um it's just got this really long beautiful reverb and let me see if i can find it real quick let me do a quick search
1: for it um i mean the big thing about reactor though is you can build i mean anything right i mean isn't yes. it, i mean this is truly the uh synth plugin for geeks i mean if you want if you want to go that route you don't have to because there's so much stuff built
0: for it absolutely that's that's what it is it's when we say it's a beast, it's because of like that. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, can't find it right now, but there's one in there called Steam Pipe, and it's just um, a beautiful sounding, long-tailed reverb, just like synth that I've used in several tracks. Right. Um, like I said, it would be cool. You know what? I, I used to do a sound design podcast called The Sound Design Show with Seamless R. I don't know if you guys know Seamless. He's like this super smart dude who has, has – Worked with like, um, he crushes on Harmer from FL Studio, that synth. Mm. He's teamed up with Steve Duda and Dud, uh, who who created Serum, um, and works with Deadmau5. And mm-hmm. he, they talk, they geek out, and they talk about synths and all that, that yeah. stuff themselves. Yeah. Anyway, I did like five episodes with Seamless, and we went over each type of synthesizer, or synthesis. Uh. And it would basically be him sitting there talking about really intelligent things, uh-huh. and me just going, uh, <laughs> and trying to just think of another question to ask yeah. this, in, this genius yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so um, we, I'm thinking about reviving that show and if you guys are interested in me doing that let me know if you want me to revive that show I'll reach out to Seamless and we can see if we can do more episodes but I basically wanted to do the show to, to learn more about sound design and break it down so people like who aren't sound designers can jump into a synth like reactor and make their own stuff yeah. like I would love to make my own stuff I just really don't know how also, there's time
1: involved in that. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of, you go down a path and then you end up with something that you're just not happy and you go back and you, what part didn't work right, what isn't, you know, I mean, if, you have to understand the basis, uh, you know, the basics of, of synthesis. Right. So, right. to put, you know, to know at least what to put together to make it, to go down at least close to what you're looking for. Exactly.
0: And that's why we went over like subtractive one episode, additive one episode and mm-hmm. that whole deal. Anyway, so check out Reactor from Native Instruments. Oh, it's amazing. Again, I, I recommend you buy it as part of Complete, their Complete oh, Collection. Because, absolutely. Yeah, you save a lot of money and you just... Technically, if you bought Complete, you would have just sounds for years. It's, yeah, I'm not sure if you bought Complete, you wouldn't need anything else. All right. I, mean, I didn't, I didn't want anything. to say that because
1: we're screwing up the whole premise here. But no, the truth of the matter is it is so big. It's yeah. so powerful. It covers so much ground, it, depending, of course, on what version you buy but it's it, it's an amazing
0: collection it absolutely is i remember i bought it when i was first getting into like making this music i didn't know what i bought i had no yeah. idea it had so much in it yeah like it was that overwhelming it is it's yeah good deal very good deal all right do you have anything else Martin? no i'm that's it cool. that's it for the day that's it for the day for me too well i hope you guys got something out of it uh write us at the show write us at mail at dawjunkie.com Junkie is the new um umbrella over these podcasts. It used to be EDMMR, which is now, it's going to be very soon redirected to Doll Junkie, which is the site that I'm developing to, you know, give away a lot of cool free stuff like these podcasts and blog posts and information on how to make music better. And if you want to check out my course, Five Songs in Five Days, I also give a tip on Doll Junkie of my best way that I used to actually complete tracks because that was always my weakness. I would start a track and it would... Mm. I would, have real, I would have a lot of fun with it. Yep. It would take about 10 minutes, and I'd have like four tracks down, and I'm like, this sounds great. And I would get bored and go to another one. <laughs> I'd do it all the time. Yeah. And I found this way to complete every track I started, even if I didn't like it. And I actually, there were some special added benefits of me doing that. Other than having completed tracks, mm-hmm. I started making a little bit of money doing it. So it's uh, like being, it was like being paid to practice and become a better musician. great. Yeah. So that I include that tip at dolljunkie.com if you guys cool. want to check it out. Uh, tell us, again, about Studio Shrinkage and what to expect with it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's going to cover—well, uh, primarily it's going to cover the idea of, of, of what you can do in a home, in a small space, um, using pretty minimal gear and— of course, the bottom line is making music. I mean, that's really the bottom line. And you don't need a big room. You don't need a, you know, a gigantic bunch of equipment. You can put together some amazing stuff. Ever since the dawn of uh, of DAWs and all the uh, plugins that you can do, like that we're covering today, <clears throat> it is amazing what you can put together in a small little space. And so this is going to cover – I'd love to say that my studio is pretty small. It probably isn't in my <laughs> In things, the scheme but, of things. Yeah, in the scheme of things. But if you compare it to what I used to – have, um, when I had a lot more space, um, that's really what got me thinking about this, is really the idea of, of shrinking, shrinkage uh, of the gear into small spaces, and still creating really, really high-quality music, uh, at least, well, depending, of course, you're still left with your <laughs> skill set, so <laughs> I don't want to say it just automatically makes you a great musician, but it's certainly, the capturing of the stuff is phenomenal nowadays, it really is, and that's really what we're going to be covering. That sounds awesome. Excited.
0: All right, guys. Well, uh, like I said, hit us up at mail at dolljunkie.com. Let us know what you want to hear or if you have any input for us. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.